This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Kevin. And I'm Tinzian. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, it's time to get some sunrods up in this biz. All just armored to like the nth degree. Dastardly, dashing ahead. It's time to get some sunrods up in this biz. The des- despotic? Damn it! <laughs> all just armored to, like, the nth degree. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to get some sunrods up in this biz. It's the beauty of D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Florian. And I'm Tinzian. This is Death Before Dishonor. Uh, today is Friday the 29th of April. This is episode 185, theoretically. Um, in a sometimes weekly but not really series uh, of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, hosted by the Grey Area Podcast. So, welcome to the show. And I don't know if I remember exactly where we left off last time, so Tinzian, catch us up. Go ahead, Dungeon Master, you are a go. Alright, I'll catch us up in just a moment. Um, thank you everyone for your patience while the website was down for a number of days. Um, I've been dealing with DNS changes for the last 20 years, and this one was the longest one that I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So that kind of screwed things up. However, if you now go to, um, you know, if you love your privacy and whatever, you can go to https deathtofordishonor.com, and that takes you to the secured site. I've done a few other things to um, try and speed things up and moved us to a better hosting site and a bunch of other junk. So um, Yay. if you go off the first page, you'll catch errors. You're still... Um, secure, but I've got some more work to do, but figured bringing the site back up would be worthwhile. So everyone should be getting downloads. And, well, I'm normally flogging the players for for getting to do stuff, but in this case, I'm going to flog myself, and that is because (laughs) I did not renew my uh, DDI Insider um, account, so the party has not leveled, and that is entirely my fault. So, Moving on with that, and because of that, I believe I hold a critical fail on every single member of the party. Maybe. I am wiping those entirely from the bank. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> and I also apologize if I cough a lot tonight. I'm having allergies and all the other stuff. So, In the last episode... The party finally went to go look for some transportation. They tried to bring the airship online, found out that wasn't going to happen, but they found something uh, that's a platform that is driven with um, a key that is put into a pedestal and becomes some sort of steering wheel. The laptop I was using crashed because it wanted to do updates, and there was a couple minutes afterwards of stuff that was happening. So... Where we left off was Xanatari put the key in, people had climbed aboard, I think Cesar had some cookies that he knew where he had stashed them, and uh, did you actually start to get the device off the ground, Xanatari? Yeah, everybody had gotten in, um, and then don't you remember that uh, Carl came and he had no pants, or his pants are doing a thing, and uh, we were admiring his new outfit, (laughs) <laughs> the last thing I remember was Carl's pants, and then the uh, the airship took off. That's right, because Carl needed a new outfit. He found an outfit in one of Cesar's closets, and it is slowly turning into a monk-style smoking jacket and pajama bottoms uh, outfits. <laughs> and it is very stylish. Um <laughs> Uh-huh. And if you are not watching the video of this, which I may or may not put up, you probably cannot see Carl's face right now, and uh, it's probably it's just epic. It really is. 
but the outfit is likewise epic, and good going, Carl. Right. So I think everyone is aboard. Uh, Xanatari was highly annoyed still at Cesar over Cesar's uh, earlier actions, but Cesar has uh-huh. cookies and found some fat loot that he pocketed away. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think you guys were going to try and work out uh, heading on to things. But first, I would like to announce that even though it is not the year anniversary um, for the new year, I am rotating this from season H.4, which was part of an older campaign that just kept going and going. We are now going to start the age of the H.5 season for Death Before Dishonor tonight. Ooh. So, new arc. We keep losing Carl. Um, he's jumping back in. So. Mm, back now. You're back now? Okay. Just lost your cam, but there you go. Everything yeah, froze. So. By the way, uh, even though the, the names are thrown off where, where people are, um, Scissor is, is sporting some epic hair today. Truly <laughs> epic. I think it, it fits perfectly with what we're doing right now. I think with having three kids and some of the Rugrat photos I've seen from him, um, I would expect nothing less than crazy hair. <laughs> <laughs> if he starts yelling about gigawatts, it's over. <laughs> All right. So uh, it looks like um, you have control of the steering column at the moment, Sanatari. So how is everyone getting? How is everyone possibly secured? Hmm. Uh, okay, well, I don't know if there was a destination, there was just a turning of a key, and the assumption that future us would somehow know where we need to go. Uh, we're holding onto the wheel securely, so that is the best I think we have. There is no safety device that I know unless something appears suddenly from Scissor's mind to, uh, to come wrap around our legs, but the Zentar's just got a grip, like one arm is wedged under the wheel and the other one's holding on to her arm, so that's uh, that's how she's attempting to stay in. And then I believe around it there was a somewhat creaky railing around the entire platform except for the opening to get onto it. Yes. And there were some suspicious-looking um, foot straps that you could... There are, but it's a centrifugal force, so I wasn't too worried about it. Right, I think, you, I think you're pretty well taken care of with the steering column. Um, Cesar, how are you going to secure yourself, if at all? I, rem- I think, I believe he had, was utilizing those, um, suspect footstraps. Okay. Are you utilizing these suspect footstraps with style, or with <laughs> something? Um, he's just got his feet kind of jammed in there, and he's chewing on a cookie. Okay. And watching this thing work. Alright, um, Carl, what are you doing? Oh, Carl's holding onto those uh, footstraps, those hands for his dear life, but uh, gradually managed to uh, extend um, to tie basically his uh, belt around some. Um, I don't know if there's some kind of chair. If there is, he would manage to to wrap his belt around himself and the chair and. Uh, hopefully, inventing the seatbelt. <laughs> there is, there is, there is no chair. There is just the okay. the um, the foot straps, which you can tie yourself to, or the creaky looking railing. Yeah, like this, the railing. Yeah. You're gonna do. You're gonna tie yourself to the the, the creaky railing. Of course. Okay. <laughs> um, just to let you know that um, you with those lusciously uh, velvety wonderful ties from your uh, your new outfit onto the chain. Um, the chain looks even brighter, starts to look brighter and uh, even more flashier. Faster. Such style, so wow. Yes. <laughs> Alright, but you're still going to use the um, the foot wedges as well? Uh, now that he's uh, secured to the rating, yeah, he'll put those on as well. All right, I believe uh, from the past that you all were going to try and investigate one of these um, villages that was mentioned in the tubes. Yep. 
Uh, how is your map skills? Mm-hmm. I think cartography is crap. Like, is there? A, I don't think there's a particular skill. Like, what would you call that? Perception, uh, or how would you like classify cartography? I don't think there's a skill in the sheet that. Like, there, there's skill, there's intelligence or wisdom or something along those lines. Just, just as a rough idea, what, what do you think your characters would give a give a care about in terms of jock? I could see Cesar being kind of adept in that. You know, when in terms of it, his imprisonment, you know, he didn't really get to go anywhere except for maybe through sort of looking through old atlases and things like that. So I could see him having that still kind of skill kind of developed, you know, along those same lines as, you know, schematics and that kind of thing, maybe. Okay. Carl, uh, where, w- where would uh, you fit in terms of the... Carl is really great with maps. You can fold a paper giraffe out of them or a crane. <laughs> really beautiful. Other than that, uh, not really. <laughs> Uh, in one of the previous rooms that had um, some stuff on the wall, especially the office, there was a map on the wall. And if I remember correctly, everybody looked at it. Mm-hmm. Think so? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, the place that you are looking for is called Gaslight. Or at least that was the marker on the uh, message tube. Okay. And also, there was um, a marker on the map. There's a push pin into it. Do you have a point of origin, though? Well, that is how you're going to try and explain to me how you're going to get from there to there. Um, well, Bert is going to fly over uh, the direction like a morning star and shine really brightly toward the direction we need to go. If someone, which I think is actually Carl right now, is controlling this, uh, they can just follow the, the brightness of Bert. Okay, I'm well, you're the, one, you're the one driving right now. So okay, well, then I will follow Bert. <laughs> I don't remember if I'm driving or not. I just remember hitting the lever. I, don't, I think I wasn't aware of that last time. I think Senator wasn't aware that she was actually controlling it or something because everyone was looking around like who was making this run. Okay. But if I'm suddenly right. aware, I, I will control it. Okay. Well, um, the platform has risen somewhat smoothly uh, off the ground. Kind of the balance needed to be worked out a little bit as to where people were standing or whatever. But uh, it's kind of moving slightly back and forth. And as you fidget Sanitari with um, the key mm. that is serving as the wheel... You notice that it kind of makes craft move about. Okay. Uh, taking this as an indicator that I can change directions, I will remove Bert from my satchel uh, because I think he's been kind of very upset about the last time when we encountered a certain fake scissor in the other room and he destroyed them. So I've had him inside my satchel this whole time to just take a time out. So I'll remove him from my satchel and uh, kind of put him in the center of the spinning vortex, let him go up, and uh, and just communicate with him telepathically that we want to get to, um, what was it called? Gaslight. 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 We want to be gaslit and have him, um, he, you know, he's much better at that than I am, probably uh, uh, knows the direction already, and just kind of rotate around in a circle into where he feels like this is the right direction to go. And then I will um, turn towards where he is. Okay. Um, As you release uh, Bert, Bert floats off back into the complex through the door that you came in. Mm Mm-hmm. And (laughs) floats out of sight. Great. (laughs) Great. Uh, Okay. Well, um, assuming that I have shoved Winter into uh, the spinning vortex, because he's been with me this whole time, too, probably very unhappy, smashed against the floor um, as it's going around. I'm going to turn to him and just, and just say, Winter? North? And see if uh, he'll point his nose any direction. But I don't think I'm going to get a lot of help there. Um, winter seems... Winter, I think we've kind of ruled as being fairly intelligent for... <laughs> for a wolf? 
for an animal. So, um, the way winter is pointing right now after a little bit, Mm -hmm. you don't have a way out right now that direction. You'd have to kind of go down this tunnel that's... Okay. ...present. So there's, there's, there's a tunnel, but you get an indication as to where... Which Can way. we fit down the tunnel in this flying wannabe flying saucer? Yes. Um, there seems to be some movement on movement room on either side. You don't necessarily want to try and go too much higher. Okay. I'm going to uh, aim for the tunnel and make sure that I hit each side, bouncing back and forth like a pinball. Is that your legit request? I, I legitly will do that, even though I'm not aiming to do that, but I'm sure that her driving skills are not amazing because <laughs> she doesn't really use machinery. Fair, but, fair enough. And if I get to, I will grab Bert on the way through because damn desertion. Um, no, Bert, Bert headed back into the complex from the way that you all came. Oh, okay, well. So Bert hasn't actually gone down the tunnel. Okay, well, I'm aiming for the tunnel, so I hope Bert follows. Okay. Um, you hear the sounds of um, something going boom deeper within the complex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Okay. Santa is assume Bert's having a good time by himself. And um, yeah, you hear another one as well and there's kind of some rumbling in the, the classic uh, stuff falling from the ceiling, out of dirt. So. Okay. All right. So you manage to get the craft moving, the platform moving. You don't suddenly go zooming out um, backwards or sideways into a wall. But as you're going through, you realize that there is a small issue of lighting. Okay, what small issue of lighting, meaning there is none? Meaning you're human. Oh, and, and I don't see well, I don't have night vision. And you, and you don't see well. Okay, well I'm bouncing back and forth on the sides of the tunnel. Is, is, is it difficult for me to see <laughs> where I'm bouncing to? Um, judging from the sounds that the platform is making as it's going into the wall and stuff, you occasionally hear what possibly is something falling off of the platform onto the ground. Um, but after a minute, you are able to detect a point of light at the other end of the tunnel. Okay. Well, I'm going to head for that. Okay. Never, ever uh, let me operate machinery again. Carl, <laughs> um, you are bouncing back and forth down this tunnel. I don't think half-orcs have night vision but um, do you have any comments as far as what is happening, be it for Bert or Winter or whatever? I'm going to shout out, Miss Scientari, it's a great idea to try something by the ear. And <laughs> it's a good thing we're leaving now because there seems something wrong with the Caesarium. So we really picked the right moment to leave. Ah, <laughs> oh, Carl, you're such a positive individual. However, did you end up traveling with us? Because this is the greatest thing that ever happened in my life so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it must be your glorious pants. Oh, do, 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 do you like them? I'm not too sure I look um, nice enough in all those. Uh, they Strange look very clothes. smart. Even Zanatari uh, internally kind of giggles at the fact that he's got these like voluminous, fancy pants, and uh, she's gonna be kind and just kind of smile and, and tell him he he that they suit him well. Oh, very kind of you. So, uh, I've got an idea. Maybe once we uh, leave the leave the sensorium, um maybe if we just float or, or fly high enough the world beneath us will look like the map we've seen in the level well down there and we just fly to whatever looks right that's a good idea let's see if I can keep us alive until then 
Cesar? Um, I think Cesar is actually pretty excited by the the poor driving. I think he is having a good time. Um, he says uh, he's you know lets out a couple woohoos and puts his hands up in the air like on a um, roller coaster. Um, and uh, she says, you know, they're talking about flying higher and saying, keep us alive till then. He, he'll, uh, he'll shout out, I think you're doing a great job! Keep it up! <laughs> hey. um, have you put on your uh, night vision goggles? Uh, yeah. I want to get a good sense of what's going on. Okay. Um, as you're going along, you see some handwriting where you... Uh, Basically, in your own handwriting, there's the large words, duck. He'll shout, duck! And he'll duck. <laughs> Sorry, Zenitari says, it's no time for eating! <laughs> okay. Who ducks? Yeah, Carl will duck. Carl will duck? Zenitari, will you duck? Um, I will, but probably after a delay. Okay. Um... Above or below 10? Uh, below. Okay, uh, Carl, roll a d20. Yeah, that one. And uh, above a 17. Ah! Okay. Xanatari. Yes. You take 5 points of damage. Okay. Because blasting overhead is a massive beam of light... Um, it appears to be from Bert <laughs> that it is blasting down the tunnel, providing an excellent source of illumination. But um, just as you were ducking, the uh, the blast just kind of glanced off. You. Doesn't open up. Doesn't open up any scars or anything or wounds. But um, you just kind of caught the edge of the the energy halo. I'm not even going to bother with my interrupt <laughs> scenario. I'll just take it. Um, the beam will slice over Xanatarian and just take a swath out of the side of her hair. Hey. Um, you look like Natalie Dormer now. <laughs> She's yelled, what did you do to my beautiful hair? All right. And as you're going by, um, now that you have the nice light source, uh, you... See, written, written on the wall, hold on, tightly, and, like, going down the, the tunnel. See, hold on, and then tightly. Mm-hmm. And then large exclamation points. I, exclamation points speak to me. I'm going to hold on tightly. Okay. Uh, Bert catches up with you very quickly, and um, now you're able to see the, um, whatchamacallit, the exit to the tunnel. You get... The feeling that Bert is trying to communicate with you, Zanatari. Okay, I'm going to allow it. Okay. Grumpily. Um, Bert tells you that the gas has been lit, per your request, and it shows you an image of the map. It apparently had to go back and look at the map. Oh. Or help lead you. Okay. But I- there is... Um, Further explosions behind you, <laughs> and there is the classic fireball rapidly filling the tunnel. <gasps> Lovely. Um, okay. Sanitari is going to thank Bird as she gains sudden understanding about why he disappeared, and also try to see if I can frantically pound on the steering wheel to make it go faster. Uh, yes. In fact, um, you make it go very fast. Okay, great. Very fast is good. Um, very fast as in, for someone who hasn't traveled very fast, 30 miles might be considered light speed. You're now doing 100, bouncing down a tunnel. Okay, Zanatari's going to start screaming. Okay. Um, you definitely feel something drop off the bottom of the platform. Like the floor? No, no, you still have the floor, but there's these things every time you hit. There's like either a crunching sound or some sound like something metallic is falling. Okay. The floor. 
I'm gonna turn to Cesar and say, I hope you know how to fix this. That part probably wasn't important. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Woo! But now, now we're achieving on each side. It's kind of this uh, magnesium strip being dragged along solid rock. You've got sparks and everything. Um, Carl, at one point you are engulfed in sparks. But you suffer no damage because that would singe your nice outfit. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Carl, there's a giant fireball coming up behind you. Uh, Bert has returned. You are now perhaps the fastest uh, half-orc that anyone knows about, or doesn't know about, but you know it now. What would you like to do? Mm. He'll look at the fireball uh, somewhat worried and okay, uh, it's a good thing we are driving so fast, Mr. Tari. Uh, and I are we driving as fast as we can because it seems maybe it would situation would look a little bit nicer if we would drive even faster because of the giant fireball behind us. <laughs> Um, yes, Zenitari would nod her head and say, uh, yes, uh, yes, I don't want to be cooked. I'm very happy with temperature outside. I thought we should try to go and have a little outing where it might be cooler. Trying to keep Carl from freaking out. That's her. Hmm? You're still going woohoo, all that other nonsense. Um, any response to the fireball behind you or whatever? Um... He um, will see the fireball and think, you know, for probably a, a few moments there about what exactly is being destroyed behind him and sort of the loss of, of maybe part or all of that complex. But it's kind of easy come, easy go in a sense. Um, he um, is really excited by this machine kind of thing. It's doing more than probably anything he's made at this point. And uh, he's excited to also see how it works once they finally either touch down safely or crash into the side of a mountain. Okay. Xanatari, is today a good day? Um, yes. Okay. To die! (laughs) To gain large amounts of speed... And it's probably about 125 miles per hour by the time that you exit and spew out of the tunnel. Uh-huh. Um, there is a slight dip in the ground below you, but you keep going straight. Okay. Well, you keep pointing straight. However, the, um, the bouncing that you've done has kind of thrown you a little bit off course, and the uh, platform is not tipping over, but it keeps turning left and right, like it's very much out of balance. Okay, I'm going to say, everyone get to the middle! And try to get everyone to scrunch closer to the center uh, where the wheel is, so we don't keep unbalancing it. Cesar will listen. Physics. (laughs) Cesar's probably hanging on to the edge of the side, going, (laughs) His feet are sticking out. Um, no, he'll, uh, he'll wrench his feet out of the, the foot things and try to edge into the middle without flying off into oblivion. Okay, how's your strength? Uh, poor. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna have you do the splits for a little while. Okay. But, for all pain, there is some gain. In this case, looking back at the tunnel... Mm-hmm. And seeing the explosion coming out of it and how you are moving out of the uh, the tunnel and your interactions in the airspace afterwards. Okay. You have a better idea of something that was on the drawing, which uh, looked to be some sort of combustion engine. Wait, what, a, what drawing? You mean the map? The, no, the diagram schematic for the airship. Oh, okay. 
there was some sort of engine type on there. Um, it's not exactly combustion, but close enough. You have an engineering aha moment on a mm-hmm. possible means of locomotion. Got it. And possibly some ideas as to uh, rifling for some sort of metal tube that you may be able to shoot stuff out of. Okay. As he's edging towards the center of this whirling around thing and fighting, you know, the force of gravity, he'll pull out a small notebook and start sketching wildly. Okay. Carl, is today a good day? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sounds so certain. Um, you are able to move to the safety of the middle. And without um, falling off or feeling nauseous. So, congratulations, you're not getting airsick. That's good. Down below you, uh, there does not appear to be anything that is of an extreme danger to you, in terms of ground. But you've come to realize that maybe with modifications of this key, uh, the weird trajectory and everything that you're on right now might be able to be fixed. Yeah, that, that sounds familiar enough because monks are using key focus, so if he just focuses on the key that will help, I guess. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Anatari. Mm-hmm. In your hands, you feel that the key is being highly focused upon. Okay. I sense someone regarding it. Okay. Uh, Moving it around, you go from alternating between um, it's out of control to, hey, this is a better ride. Okay. Which one would you like like to focus on? Whatever I think is going to make us go higher. You want to be higher and in control or higher and out of control? I don't care if I'm out of control if I'm in the middle of the sky. As long as I'm not crashing toward the ground, I can go any direction. Okay. Alrighty. Carl, above or below 10? Um, above. Uh, says roll a... We have rolled a 6. Oh, <laughs> today is glorious. Alright. You are now at a 40-degree angle hmm. to the left, but climbing. Cesar, uh, you have one foot firmly in place. You are holding on to your arm through one of the other arm holds, but uh, your notebook is in perilous danger of being whipped away. Okay. You are going up, though, uh, Zanatari. Well, that's good. But it's kind of not comfortable for you hanging on at this angle. So, you're going up. Mm Mm-hmm. How high do you want to go up? Uh, Well, what's the terrain like right now? Is it a flat plain, or...? Mm, Forest and stuff below you. Grasslands. Okay, well, if there's forests, I want to go higher than the tallest tree. Oh, you are well above the tallest tree right now. You're going 125 miles an hour. You are well above any tree. Okay, then I'm fine at this height. Okay. So you you want about, like, you're up about easily over 6,000 feet right now. Okay. That's a little high, um, so maybe just slightly lower. <laughs> Low enough that we're above the trees, but not so that we'll instantly die if we fall. Okay, so do you put the key in neutral, and then, or do you just kind of describe for us in an epic way as if you've rolled a, a, a critical success? <sighs> okay, I, I, would, I would remove the key... Um, while kind of leaning backwards so that the front of this vehicle tilts up just slightly. You remove and... the key? Huh? You remove the key? Uh-huh. And, uh, and as it begins to fall, kind of at an angle with style, 
I would wait until it's about mm, 500 feet above the ground, and then I would insert the key again and do what I did to make it start. Uh, and then kind of lean forward so it's level again and uh, and try to maintain that altitude. So we basically just free fall for, I don't know, a good 2,000 feet until uh, until we started to go again. Okay. Uh, I'm very happy to and that uh, our GN erased our critical failures because otherwise the key would have flown off by now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trouble me with your logic, Carl. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Carl, you have now experienced freefall, perhaps one of the greatest jumps ever in the history of Monkton. <laughs> Um, going back to your experience with the large giant, uh, worms that were coming out of the ground in your leaps, you perhaps have a greater understanding of the force that you are exerting on such strikes. So your leap attacks will potentially get stronger. It's training. Sort of figure out how to use the physics of it all. Are you scared? Um, still tries to maintain his uh, belief in Centauri's abilities to control <laughs> the vehicle, <laughs> but his smile uh, seems to form a, um, get a little bit uncertain around the edges of his mouth. <laughs> what is his lips flap from the sheer velocity of how fast yeah, we're going? Like skydiving. <laughs> Okay, I think we are, um, are, uh, um, sorry, a lot of words here, um, are back to the ground near enough now so we, uh, can stop now, Miss Santari. As you um, as just before uh, she puts the key in, I guess, it says that. Um, Cesar? Yes? Freefall? Freefall! <laughs> um, he will, um, take this opportunity to, if he can, physically, he'll get his notebook stowed away and then pull out a couple of different clockwork things he's been working on that he could see benefiting from getting some testing in such a situation. They're like flyers and stuff like that. And he'll throw them out in the air and see what happens. Okay. Um, we'll get back to those in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, you are you are good at facing death. Mm-hmm. Um, proven skill on that. Your distance judgment is is a bit functional in terms of where you wish it to happen, but uh, gravity is a little bit better. You actually stop um, just above the tree line. Okay. And you hear some stuff brushing up against and smacking into the bottom of the platform. Stuff smacking in, like, is in treetops, or what kind of stuff? Uh, presumption of treetops, but you may suddenly be a bowler hat for a giant. Oh, okay. Well, um, I wanted to get to a point where Carl could look at the map, or is now, um, Bert at a point where he can kind of direct us as he was trying to do earlier by going back to look look at it? Um... Birds pointed in a particular direction. Uh, what happened to winter, by the way, during the uh, free fall? Um, <laughs> I think winter started to lift out of the apparatus until we were like eye level as he's going up higher, and I'll just grab him and pull him down. Okay. Uh, winter seems to concur with Bert as far as at least north. Okay, then north is where we go. Okay. And um, Bert seems to be giving a 
not exactly a GPS view into your head of the map, but giving you an idea as to where you're going. Okay. And um, giving directions in 500 feet. <laughs> in 500 feet, duck. <laughs> Remember, no. we talked about this. No snacking while driving. That's right. Don't Shut you up. have a pie or a cake? Shut it. <laughs> you are evil. You wanted a snack. Mm. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to make sure <laughs> this edge are... Um, Sazer, whatever you threw out into the air, uh, mm-hmm. below ten. Um, exactly ten. Okay, Sanitari, D twenty, please. I have to roll a 20. I'm sorry. He said 10. I didn't catch the first part of what you said. He said above or below. I said exactly 10. Exactly 10. All right, here. Let's see what happens. It's 11. Gah! Damn, that was close. So close. So close. Um, you get credit for that. That was close. How many things did you throw in the air? Uh, Like five or six. Um... One kind of flutters down. Uh, one somehow caught on fire. Great. Uh, <laughs> somehow. One appears to be trying to destroy another one that it got a hold of. And the remainder just kind of fall past the platform into the trees. Okay. It's good. Good focus test. He'll gather up the one that fluttered down. Um, very good. By the way, uh, does anybody bother to look back towards the Caesarean? Zendra is expecting a blast of fire to come out of that hole, so I think she was just trying to get away from it as fast as possible. Okay. Carl? Uh, Carl's uh, looking at her. Uh, <clears throat> uh, looking down pretty much all the t- uh, time, so if he can identify uh, where the Caesarean uh, was or maybe still is in parts, uh, look at it. In the distance, you think you see some statues, but it's pretty hazy and you've actually gone a pretty good distance. So. Okay. And Cesar, you are otherwise occupied with uh, science? Yep. Very Sciencing good. the shit out of it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Um... Zenitari, you get the idea from Bert that there are no mountains that you're going to have to deal with. Okay, I would lower the vehicle and just kind of skim across the ground, not scraping the bottom quite carefully. Uh, You were able to get lower. You managed to mostly not do too much scraping. You do find that the more and more you move the key forward, the faster this goes. Okay, um, yeah, really fast is where I want to go. Um, are we going plaid? Yes, fast? yes. Mm. I want to see Carl throw up. <laughs> I mean, I want to see it, but theoretically. Feel it. <laughs> Not literally. Okay, are you, are you jinxing some turns and stuff, or are you... <laughs> I mean, how, it's how sort of like... Make the edges come up, kind of like slalom it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I might enjoy it after a little bit once I get more comfortable with the controls. Okay. Carl? Well, Carl isn't really getting too seasick because he somehow, um, in some ways, lacks the imagination uh, that he would need to be truly a fear. Uh, really afraid of falling down or <laughs> of heights and he's also um, was a bit little, tiny little bit unsure about Sanitari's um, confidence in flying this thing but now uh, she seems very much ahead of the game and he's a little bit mm, concerned of about her not being really focused on getting somewhere and just having a good time rocking around this thing, but... 
he'll, he'll understand some, some, having some fun and off time while up in the air, so the governor, uh, is going occasionally way and that's really, really fun. We should do this more often. I hope this thing doesn't explode like pretty much everything else we've been. <laughs> <laughs> Sanitary's like, Carl, you should try it. And then she starts to grab, oh, oh. like, she completely lets go of the wheel and just grabs his hand and tries to like, pull him over so he can drive and shove him, like, toward where she is. You should try it. You should try it, Carl. It's fun. Oh, Carl, does so hurt you. Pull himself to the, the, uh, to the wheel and hold on to it and, well, not too enthusiastically uh, jiggle it around and try once he figures out how to um, to raise the, uh, the platform as so the nose, he'll even try a loop-de-loop. Sentai <laughs> leads over the side and throws up. <laughs> Cesar feels it. <laughs> Strangely, though, um, Carl, uh, none of the puke uh, lands on your nice outfits. Um, you do catch a little on the forehead, though. <laughs> Gross. Oh. <laughs> He'll just uh, spit on his hand and wipe it off. Yeah. He's gonna try wipe hands on winter. You kind of, you, you, you kind of lets loose at the top of the loop D, and then the, the loop you get the. Great. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, Cesar, you two, you kind of get some, some sick there. Got it. Like, what about you during the loop D loop? Are you all right? Um. He'll hold on and try to see how the this machine handles the strain of that and try to get a sense of what it does when it's upside down. Um, okay. Just, you know, figure out where the thrust is coming from and, you know. So it's all the stuff in your pockets uh, tied down in some way? Yeah, they're all pouches. They're all shut. They're not just okay. loose pockets. Um... The loop-de-loops are not exactly graceful. It sort of strains like a sort of a swing set. Then it's got the momentum, but it almost just doesn't get there. Then when it does, it really puts on speed. <coughs> but it's it's a it's a pretty ballsy thing that uh, Carl has tried there. Do you try to fight at all for any uh, control time on the stick? Um, he might sidle over, and he's not going to push anybody out of the way. But uh, he'll uh, he'll wait his turn and uh, say, uh, hey, "Let's uh, want to give me a shot about shot at that." Oh, of course, Mr. Cesar. Uh, just just go ahead, and he'll. Uh... Well, um, put himself out of Santari and say, Oh, I'm sorry about that. I didn't expect you to react in that way. <laughs> uh, I, I can check maybe if in this, uh, I've got somewhere, uh, something helpful in my ropes and, uh, pull out some small container of, um, silvery container of a little bit acidity smelling red liquid. Maybe this will help. It what what is it? What's in it? Uh, I think it says tomato. Is it tomato? Tom- I'm asking uh, out of character. What is it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's tomato. Uh, tomato um, juice. Okay. Because we're flying. Xanatari <laughs> would take it from you and say, "Oh, Carl, that's so nice of you," and just knock it back like it's a shot. And then as everybody has kind of moved to the back where the control is, the airship has started to tilt because our weight's all in the back, uh, kind of upwards. So she's going to scoot quickly over to the front because, you know, to balance it out. And the second that the tomato juice hits her stomach, she's going to turn and throw up. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, that's Carl, colorful, Carl. Thank you. Yeah, maybe we should uh, should try that green one next time. (laughs) (laughs) 
By the way, um, you're traveling so fast right now um, in speed, but uh, Xantari, as you throw up right before um, you start, as you start to open your eyes, you think off in the distance you see a harpy um, that is covered in sick. That is just kind of floating there in the air. <laughs> oh, and an open war begins. Yeah. Okay. Do you stay sick the entire ride? It's about a day, a day away. No, I think as long as Carl doesn't loop to loop, we're fine. Or I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Cesar's about to take control, so I can't really answer that question. Okay, Cesar, how do you treat uh, your your time? Um. Well, he'll first start to, you know, start off just, you know, getting a sense of sort of how it controls and whatnot. But, you know, eventually once he feels comfortable, he's going to be basically trying to put this thing through a bunch of stress tests. Just to see how it responds to different things. He got a sense of the loop-de-loop, but there's still plenty of, you know, steep dives and, you know, how high, you know, how quickly can it, or how steeply can it, uh, Gain altitude, banking, all that kind of stuff. And are you having any mind to the fact that you have passengers or somewhere to go? Uh, before he does whatever he's doing, each time he'll say, uh, sharp turn coming up or uh, heading up or something like that. Senator's going to use a minor action and do one of her healing surges, so hopefully this won't continue to bother me. Um, we'll also have that healing surge also take care of your damage as well. Yay. Okay, so you have an in-flight strip. And, uh, the large question is, is, do you actually reach your destination, or does your various experimentations, uh, both Cesar and the other two, um, does it take you off somewhere that you were not planning to be? I think he'll still keep going in the same direction. I don't think any of these... He's not like you know, banking left for an hour or something like that. Just trying to see, feel how it maneuvers and get a sense of its limitations, that's all. Carl, um, do you try to take yourself off course? Uh, no, he was just uh, playing with the controls a bit, but uh, maintained the course while he does it. Okay. Does this have any interest at all to you whatsoever, Carl? terms of its technology and whatever. Mm, it's basically so much above his understanding of technology. He doesn't even try to begin to understand it, but, uh, well, just having fun away is... Um, <laughs> out, of character, uh, yeah. out of character, I would, would let you know that um, had you actually gone into the trees... Um, you would have uh, learned a new monk maneuver. Okay. Oh, okay, well. But, um, as is, uh, I think you'll be fine with having some leap damage hmm? stuff instead. Yeah, that's, but that's you, Xanatar, cool. do you just, do you go where you're supposed to be going, or do you see a squirrel and... No, I mean, I think... I'm afraid that Bert's going to change his mind or get tired or something, so I'm going to try to follow Bert as much as possible, um, and that's why we're moving at the top speed that this vehicle has. Also, I suspect it may break at some point, and walking less would be good. Okay. This is the point where I'd probably say that during during the nighttime, um, Bert does some sort of strobe effect, but uh, I'm not going to be all FAA on that. <laughs> All of us stand up and rave. <laughs> However, uh, you do travel through the night and most of the most of the day, and around oh, probably one or two p.m. in the afternoon, you see off in the distance what looks to be a massive strip mine, and by massive, I mean many miles wide. And uh, long, but it's this, this massive strip mine. What appears to be half of a tall castle, or the silhouette of a castle, and a sprinkling of um, 
combination between houses, hovels, and other uh, medieval sort of buildings. But they're sort of spread out sort of ways in the suburb fashion versus city center fashion. Who's driving? Good question. Who is? Speak up. I think Cesar probably would be as much as possible. That's sort of the main item of curiosity for him. He wouldn't keep anybody else from doing so, but if we're going on who would most likely be, I think it'd probably be him. Okay. So, wind, wind, uh, wind burned and dry-eyed from the, from the air, as you, as you all are. Uh, I will rule that you were able to get some sleep somehow. Figure that out, if it ever needs to be, but um, you're able to get some rest, so you're coming into this um, reasonably rested, if not uh, a bit travel sore. In okay. distance, you see these things, so I'm going to get reactions from each of you. So, Cesar, you are driving right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, reactions to what appears to be your destination. Um, he's just trying to take everything in and uh, get a sense of any potential threats or um, you know, items of interest since they, you know, aren't really going to have this perspective again once they land or, or whatnot, unless they just continue to fly around in this thing, which is unlikely. Um, so he's going to keep an eye out for, you know, items of interest or concern, um, you know, and just sort of take everything in as, as, in as much of a general sense as possible to get a, a sense of the lay of the land. As well as look Sorry. for any any signs of the the damage or you know the destruction that those those messages had sent. Okay. Zanatari. Mm, I think Zanatari is interested in why we were sent here. As far as what was in the solarium that maybe let us know, she's also glad to be back in what she considers reality versus Caesar world, and uh, so that's a relief. Um, last time I think we saw any kind of raw materials like this was probably during the Christmas episode where uh, we went on the train. I think there's dwarves involved. So she's kind of keeping an, a lookout to see if there are other people, particularly you know anyone that she would recognize, etc. Also concerned about the fact that this technology that we're about to take in the ship might be something that someone else would take. So um, probably going to suggest to Cesar that we park away from um the quarry and the town, etc. But uh, probably save all this for next episode. Okay. Um, Carl. Carl's gonna point to the um, strip mining operation and say that strangely reminds me. Um, uh, reminds me of this crazy weird place with all the fog and the giant skeleton pulling a plow. Maybe maybe it's here somewhere and we can finally uh, hit it with the flying thing and kill it. <laughs> Smash! Okay. Um, Carl, you have pointed out something, so uh, do a perception check. That's uh, 12 and perception is... Oh, got a... Uh, so that's a 21 total. Um, you point out the mine, and you are versed enough that usually when it comes to uh, humans pulling something out of the ground or just some sort of construction thing, there's usually a lot of platforms or ways for humans to move around. There's no such structures within the mine that you can see. So it may actually not be a mine. There's no platforms or flattened out uh, ramps or something for people to walk up and down or equipment to. Um... Okay. So he'll ask Cesar, uh, uh, Cesar, could you tell me what they're doing down there? There's 
someone removed all the all the trees and the grass, but what are you digging for? And how? Um, he'll uh, crane his eyes. Crane his eyes. He'll uh, focus his eyes <laughs> down on, on that area to try to get a sense, you know, sort of squint a little bit, see if he sees any anything that he would identify that would help him answer his question. Um, nothing that you can see in terms of either your past experience as a slave where there were quarries and other stuff going on. Nothing about this looks to be a worked, um, piece of real estate. In fact, the tree line goes right up to the edge. Tinsy, we have to wrap up soon. We're over time. Um, it almost, it it doesn't quite look, like, man-made. It looks almost natural, as if something sort of just came through and, and caused that, that, uh, that sort of anomaly there. I don't, I don't, I don't know, it doesn't look familiar to me. Xanatari, would you like to make a perception check? I would. Xanatari's mind's going to instantly go to the dragon, because that's the only thing she knows big enough that could make giant craters in the ground. Uh, oh, thank God it's a seven. Uh, 28. Okay. Glancing at the castle, um, it takes you a moment for your brain to process uh, what it is seeing, but it looks like something has taken a single bite out of the castle, rendering it in half much like you would a large bite out of an apple. Huh. Okay. Um, well, she'll want to get closer to that eventually, but first, obviously, I'm probably on foot. I mean, I, I don't know that I'd feel comfortable approaching in a ship. I don't know. Probably would want to walk. With that, take us out, please. Oh, before we leave... Uh, actually, you know what? We'll do, we'll do the exit first, and then I and then I want to see something from Carl. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Find us on Twitter at deathd4, or most especially on iTunes, where you can look us up. Most of our episodes are or deathd4dishonor.com. Uh, stay tuned for next week. Hopefully, cross our fingers uh, on Friday at 9 p.m. on Twitch.tv/genesee. All right. So episode's over. I'm going to stop recording.